Welcome, everybody, to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm today's host, Garrett McCaffrey, joined by the newly named head coach of the University of South Carolina, Jeff Papel, who joins us now from Columbia. Coach, welcome and congratulations. Thank you very much, Garrett. I appreciate you having me today. draw making the jump from what was a, a good stint at University of Florida really helping that women's program um, kind of turn around and and with some success in the last couple of years uh, what made this opportunity at the University of South Carolina the right one for you? I think there were a lot of different factors that played into it I'll be honest I've had a uh, a number of individuals in the swimming community, <laughs> friends of mine or even people that aren't just obviously acquaintances that um, they keep asking the question, why, you know, why, why, why leave Florida, you know, for the university of South Carolina. And I know on the surface, sometimes it may not look like it makes a whole lot of sense, <laughs> just given where we were obviously uh, at Florida at the time. And as you, as you mentioned, you know, the last three years, especially we've been able to kind of take, take some steps as a program, both within the conference as well as nationally. But uh, there are a few different things that kind of check the boxes as it related to the opportunity here at South Carolina opportunity to coach men and women uh, in the SEC, which I had not had the opportunity to do as a head coach, uh, obviously had the opportunity as an assistant my first two years at Florida uh, when we were a combined program uh, under Greg Troy's leadership. And, uh, and I enjoyed it a great deal. I mean, other than my, my, my stint at the university of Arkansas, which is also just coaching women, uh, I'd always coached uh, both genders, you know, so the opportunity existed here at South Carolina to be able to do that. Uh, as well as stay in the, in the Southeastern Conference, which uh, to me, I mean, I swam at the University of Georgia collegiately. Uh, obviously, I, I coached at, at Arkansas and, and Florida. So uh, the SEC is just a conference I, I love very much and, and the ability to stay in it, uh, which was something that was attractive. Uh, the other thing was that um, if you look back to kind of where after I left Bowles, I was there for about 13 years. Um, and when I left in 2006, any opportunities I've had since then have all been situations that involved um, either building or rebuilding uh, type programs. Um, and it's just I get people to say, oh, well, you know, why, why would you take a step backward to go to South Carolina? I've never looked at coaching that way. I've just never have. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there that are just extremely career driven. And it's not to say that I'm not. But that's not why I coach. I mean, I, I coach because I want to make an impact. Uh, I want to make an impact and a difference both individually with the athletes I coach, as well as the, the, the institutions and the programs that, that I'm working with. So this was an opportunity to, to come in a situation at South Carolina and uh, and help them, you know, and, and help the athletes within the program go to, to places that they've, you know, they want to go. And um you know, it, that, that was attractive to me to be able to make a difference and to make an impact. And at Florida, I mean, what, I, I love Florida. I mean, Florida is a heck of, heck of a school, heck, heck of a program. And, uh, and I, I mean, the, the hardest part about leaving Florida was actually, you know, leaving the team and the athletes that I coach. In my 28 years of coaching, it was the best team dynamic um, and the best team culture that I've ever been associated with. And that's what made it so hard, you know, to leave. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, the one thing I realized that no, no matter how long I stayed at the University of Florida, anything I accomplished at the University of Florida has already been done there before. 
you know, whether it was Greg Troy, Randy Reese, you know, a number of successful programs that have gone through through that institution. Um, and, you know, I started thinking about what if at University of South Carolina and, and uh, it was an opportunity potentially to do things that hadn't been done. And uh, so it's been great. I mean, from the time that that I was uh, named the new head coach here, uh, the welcoming that, that I've received, not just from the, the, the current team, but even more so the alumni. I mean, it has been extremely gratifying, overwhelming. Uh, I've had Zoom calls with an alumni group already. Um, it feels like I get, you know, emails or messages every other day, even on Facebook, you know, from former swimmers and divers at the University of South Carolina. And, and if anything, you know, that's just reinforced that the decision I made is, you know, I, I, there's no regrets. I mean, the decision I made, I'm really, really happy about and I'm really excited about. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, it is the top of the coaching game um, when you talk about collegiate coaching, uh, collegiate coaching as just a women's team and now collegiate coaching as a combined program. But the further up that ladder you get, um, the rumor is I'm way down here on the ladder still. So I don't know. This is just what I hear from up there uh, is that you do a little bit less coaching of athletes and a little bit more managing of coaches. Uh, is that right. something that you feel like is a strength? Is that something that you are um, trying to do more of? Or um, it, how does that play into this new role for you, I guess? Yeah, I mean, m most of my background, 28 years, 18 of it was coaching club. I mean, it was, I mean, 13 at Bowles. And then I was, uh, what was it? I guess it was five at, at, at Gulliver. So uh, yeah, so just under 18 years. And, and it's one of those where you know, I, I love working with groups, you know, but I also love working with individuals. And, and I don't know, I, I don't. People have asked me, well, how are you going to structure your model at South Carolina, you know, as it relates to a staff and, and even my role as a head coach? And there's some different models out there. There's a couple of programs that I know even within our conference that within their combined model, they have maybe two coaches that lean to the women, two coaches that lead to men. And, and then they have one coach that might be the recruiting coordinator that assists both genders on, on, on deck. Um, that's one model combined model that's out there. Um, there's another model that's a little bit more traditional, probably similar to what I, you know, I experienced as a swimmer at Georgia, uh, you know, Jack being the head coach managed kind of coached hands on the main group, the middle distance group. And then you had the distance coach and the sprint coach and two assistants that, that, that helped. Um, and then I've seen one, I mean, I, I don't know firsthand because I kind of watched from afar, but I had heard like even David Marsh at Auburn back in the day was kind of that manager behind the scenes, you know, of maybe assistants that each had their own group. And it allowed him to kind of be in touch with the entire team and with the athletes from every group because he was kind of that overseer manager. So there's different models out there, but I love coaching, you know, and I love being hands on on deck. So I don't really see myself as that manager, you know, or organizer behind the scenes. Um, you know, I, I obviously definitely want to be hands-on with the athletes that I have an opportunity to work with. And, and I love development. I mean, that's, that's my background coming from bowls and coming from uh, club coaching. So, um, you know, I think I would miss coaching in way too much, you know, if I kind of operate a little bit more as a, an organizer or a manager instead, I just don't think that that, that would be as enjoyable for me. Looking forward to the SEC competition and, uh, you know, the goal is to kind of step up that rung, you know, one by one on, in the SEC. What is yep. the focus right now that you see um, that could lead for the, to the biggest improvement? What is the thing that you feel like you can bring immediately that might have the biggest impact? 
Well, it's a good question. I've always felt like when you're talking about uh, climbing, you know, as a collegiate program, you know, you you can't lose lose, uh, sight of the development piece of your current team. So what I have control over right now are the athletes that I currently are working with in the team to try to get them to another level. Okay. Uh, But then the second piece is recruiting. Okay, so unfortunately, at least in a position right now to where we do have scholarship funds available for 2021 still for this coming fall. So, um, you know, I'll be you know, albeit that all the seniors pretty much that are coming up to 2021 have already signed on, you know, with national letters of intent or scholarships. But the transfer portal you know, has kind of become a new tool now, you know, for us college coaches around the country. So, um, you know, I'm going to spend quite a bit of time probably in there over the coming months uh, trying to find individuals that could potentially be a great fit here for South Carolina and where we're trying to go and the the culture we're trying to develop. Um, And then internationally as well uh, is to continue to try to find recruits. I mean, recruiting is the key and the lifeline to any college sport. It's not just swimming and diving. So, uh, you know, I'm going to put a lot of effort into that over the coming months. And I enjoy, I enjoy recruiting. I mean, for me, it's fun. I know a lot of coaches and friends of mine that, that that don't like that aspect of collegiate coaching, but for me, it's something I've always enjoyed. So uh, I'm going to be pretty aggressive with that over the the coming months. And, you know, since we do have scholarship funds uh, available to be able to add additional bodies to our, to our team and additional team members, uh, I'm going to do my best to try to improve our team over the next, uh, next few months in that, in that way. I got to ask the question and it's, uh, you know, swim swim's fault that this information is, out oh. there as easily as it is, but your contract <laughs> was, your contract was uh, was published in and uh, an article that received a lot of attention. And you know, as a coach, again, uh, seeing from down here, lower on the ladder, how it looks from up there. I mean, it's it's inspirational. Just so you know, that in our industry, to see somebody making really good money like that. Um, but I guess in your athletic department, it doesn't necessarily stack up quite with some of the other coaches and and things. So I know that this is an awkward topic to begin with, but I guess that is the question. How does it feel to have that kind of information, you know, out there right now? It's probably better that you're asking me that question than my wife. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. He was the first one to tell me there was an article out there about, I had no idea, but, um, no, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, uh, I, I think depending on the institutions, I mean, a lot of that information is public. I mean, I, I remember even at Florida, uh, there was an article in the local newspaper down there. One of my, I think my first year as, as head coach for the women's program, where all the salaries and, and including kind of bonus structures and so forth of every coach in the University of Florida athletic department was out there, you know, for people to see. So this isn't the first time, you know, that's kind of happened, at least for, for me personally. Um, but it's okay. I mean, like I said, I, I think, you know, in, in my years of coaching and definitely coaching collegiately, I mean, I think across the board, um, the coaching contracts have become a little bit more lucrative, you know, than maybe they were five years, 10 years ago. And I think that's great for our profession, you know, and for our coaches. At the same time, you know, I was really fortunate. I mean, with, with the uh, with that contract that you saw, and more so the incentives and the bonus structure that they put in place. I mean, it was awesome. It was fantastic. I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that was a, a you know also a factor that played into me accepting the job because it was very realistic. You know, because we've got a lot of work to to do here. It, it's not going to be an overnight fix by by any means. Um, you know, to, to to climb. But if you look at the bonus structure that they put put in place, I mean, it was very realistic as it relates to rewarding 
even just incremental gains in these next few years. It's not something like, oh, you got it's going to take five years, 10 years down the road before you can even earn a bonus. I mean, they made some very realistic benchmarks right off the bat. So that was very much appreciated by me. Um, and at the same time, I, if, if that can help other coaches, you know, around the country when they talk contracts, you know, with, with their athletic administrators or, or, or you know, or, or maybe they're becoming a head coach for the first time and they don't really know what questions to ask when it comes to uh, negotiating a contract, if it can help them, wonderful. I, I'm, you know, from that perspective, I'm all about, you know, help, helping others out there and helping people in our, in our profession if it, if it does that. Last question, and I'll kind of leave it to this. What do you hope in uh, four to five years uh, is, is the factor that leads to South Carolina's success? What will separate South Carolina in your vision here uh, at the front of what, you know, hopefully is going to be a great stretch for you in Columbia. What vision that you have, what's going to be the factor that uh, separates? Well, the, well, the factor that's going to separate South Carolina from maybe the South Carolina that we've experienced in in recent years, just based off of what I'm hearing from the administration uh, here at South Carolina is, is there's going to be a big, big focus on the team culture. You know, I think that's one of the things that made both our programs at Florida, both the men and the women, uh, so successful over, over the most recent years is our it, it, team culture is really strong. Uh, when you talk about team culture, you're talking about attitudes, behaviors, and and, and um, going about things in the right way. Um, and it's just going to be, I feel like the success and the results come from doing those types of things. Um, so that that's going to be an emphasis just internally. I think when you start looking at, you know, South Carolina taking steps within the conference and nationally, and what's going to be the separator in that standpoint. Um, you know, I think a lot of it comes back to, I mean, part of it's, I mean, I dealt with this at Florida, you know, my, my first year of coaching the women, I think a lot of it is, is, is instilling a belief and confidence with the athletes that we have here that they can compete, you know, with best teams in our conference. Uh, they haven't done that in recent years, but I, but I think there's, there's different types of steps uh, that we want to take to building that confidence. Some of that comes from what you do in training, you know, uh, in preparation, but some of that also comes from what you do in competition as well. Um, so that's going to be a bit, big focus. And then I've always felt like uh, competition makes, makes your team stronger. So we want to, I think, build an environment here. And a lot of that will stem from recruiting where we have competitions through the various uh, events and the strokes and the specialties, um, where everybody within our team dynamic can get better. I mean, you know, at Florida, the last three years, every, if, if we're looking at the conference, um, conference meet, for example, all three years at Florida, you know, as the head coach, we had every athlete that we took to the conference meet score a point all three years. Uh, last year, I think there were a few more teams. I think my very first year and maybe the second year, I think the Florida women's program was the only program, male or female at SECs, where every athlete scored that we took to the meet. Um, like I said, there were more teams than that this past year. I know that. But that, that was something that we took a lot of pride in. And, and at the same time, I think that's what attributed us being able to climb the ranks of the SEC ladder. So this, we want to do the same thing here in South Carolina. I mean, the focus in our program isn't just going to be on the top five athletes. You know, it's going to be everybody that's on our roster. And the more athletes within our roster that we can get to those levels where they're competing with the very best, you know, then I think it puts us um, in a dynamic where our program as a whole can start climbing, you know, faster and, 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 and hopefully – 
to a higher level. Um, but that's, that's, again, I think it comes back to my club background uh, and a club dynamic. I mean, you're, you're working with all kinds of different skill sets and ability levels and backgrounds. And, um, and it's real similar, I think, to what, what I find here at South Carolina and what some college coaches w- will find in, the, in their team dynamic. So if you're still taking that same type of club approach where you're trying to develop your full team, not just maybe the best ones, you know, I think that will help your team as a whole, um, you know, rise a little bit faster, you know, than, than maybe some other teams that you compete against. Good stuff, Coach. Uh Sounds awesome. I really appreciate and uh, look forward to seeing some of this kind of play out and uh, best of luck to you in the new role and uh, in the coming summer of Olympics and then going into your first season at the helm. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Garrett. I appreciate you having me as always. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.